With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. E-S-N-Y. Thursday, whatever. We're both drunk. We just decided to record. Let's let's see where this goes. Oh, friend, we're already recording. <laughs> oh, are we really? <laughs> awesome. Shut your mouth! <laughs> oh man, it's not even Thursday. <laughs> All right, today is Wednesday, episode twelve of the Bleacher Creatures Yankees podcast, presented by Elite Sports New York. It's James and Rob. We've been having a good time today. And the Yankees just lost two in a row to the Diamondbacks. I'm wasted. <laughs> Rob's not in a good place right now. I think I'm okay. Oh, oh, fuck that. I'm in a great place. Well, you're in a great place, but not like to do quote-unquote work. To do what? Quote-unquote work. I'm not going to go ahead and call oh, this work. Oh, like a mic should not be in front of my face right now, but we're going to do it anyway. Say anything. <laughs> just going to be eating a ton of goldfish. No tortilla chips this week to stress eat. Just a bunch of goldfish. Whole grain, by the way. Can it's we almost start sw- stress eating it's almost, it's almost swimsuit season, so I got to watch my figure. You know what you should do if you want to watch your figure? Eat Skinny Pop. Because everybody knows. <laughs> I don't think you understand the science behind it. No, I'm telling you. It says it on the back. It says Skinny Pop. So you eat the Skinny Pop and you get skinny. It says it on the back. It's not fraud. At worst, it's false advertising. No one died. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the Yankees lost two games in a row. What is even on the rundown right now to talk about? I have no idea. Well, we're going we're gonna to talk about it. Oh, I'm going to bring it up, and then you're going to make your usual comments, and then I'll make my usual comments. Do we want to get into our debate now or at the end of the show? Probably say for the end of the show, right? What's our debate on? The end game thing. Are we really going to debate that on the podcast? Yeah, we'll do it at the end. We'll okay. do it at the end. We'll see if we make it there. I'll make it. Oh, boy. Okay, so we lost two against the Diamondbacks. Last two of the road trip, we finished six and three. Fine with it. That's great. CC made it to three thousand strikeouts. Yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine with finishing the road trip six and three. I, I don't like that. I wish we didn't go over two in Arizona. No, today's I, game is very winnable. Yeah, but I, I mean, Arizona's a good team. He's fine. Like you know, he's a stud. He always will be a stud. I don't care what anybody people say about him. His haircut is out of control. You know, that's that the best part. Of him. His minor league story, fucking hilarious. The guy's a lunatic. But oh, yeah. You know, I can I can take that loss. You know, CC didn't have that great of a start. You know, he got a three thousand K, which was awesome. You know, I think everybody else on that list that has three thousand strikeouts is a Hall of Famer, except Roger Clemens and Kurt Schilling. Roger Clemens because of steroids, and Kurt Schilling because he's a fucking lunatic, well, yeah, he's a lunatic on the internet. Um, oh. I've, could you imagine like ten years I, ago? 
going to be honest. When I read that list, I totally forgot that Chilling wasn't. I knew Clemens wasn't, obviously, because it's very yeah. well documented. But everyone else, you know, like there were some all-timers on there that I was like, I'm pretty positive. I've never heard of this guy before. Pretty positive he's in the Hall of Fame because he sounds like he pitched like in 1922. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, will CC end up in Cooperstown? Uh, yes, the answer is yes. I want to say yes. I don't know. We'll see. But it was great to see him do that. But he had a couple of rough innings. Let's get it out of the way now. It was a solid outing overall. Solid outing. Who? For CeCe. He ended up five five and a third, two earned runs. I'll take that out of our five starter every day of the week twice on Sunday. I, uh, I guess. Could you imagine if 10 years ago I told you that a Hall of Fame caliber pitcher would not get into the Hall of Fame because of his Twitter account? Oh, Schilling? Yeah. Yeah, I, well, the thing is, is like that's what's so messed up about the whole process is that Schilling pissed off a ton of people during his career. Huge asshole. Uh, yeah, exactly. Ton of writers. Ton of writers he pissed off. Which, again, like... I, get, I don't know the background on, like, the voting format. Who thought that it was like, you know what, let's let the people who write about baseball vote to see who gets enshrined for all eternity? Because they, they have, quote-unquote, the best opinions because they cover the game, even though most of their writers don't even cover it anymore. No, 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 yeah, I'm on your side. It's fucking dumb. But it just doesn't make any sense to me. It's just, you know, Joe Schmo gets a vote, and, you know, there's always those guys, you know, I I mean, we started the podcast afterwards. Like, should Mariano have been a unanimous Hall of Famer? Yes. Should he have been the first? No chance. No. And that's not his fault. That there's nothing. But that's what the writers are. The writers are always like, "Well, I know ninety percent of everybody else is going to vote for this guy, so I'm going to vote for this guy that batted three twenty two back in nineteen ten, and he has not been in the Hall of Fame, and he stole." 45 bases. It's like and no the advanced one... numbers hate him. Exactly. It's just like so annoying. Like, again, I don't know how to fix it. I have no ideas in my head, but, you know, CC, back to our original point because we're really getting off the rails here. Um, CC, you know, I think he's right on the cusp there. I, I don't, you know, he should be, in my opinion, but there, you know, there are tons of arguments you can make for tons of other players that are right there just with him in different positions, you know, 3,000 strikeouts is nothing to bat an eyelash at. That's it's a good a, counting number. It's, you know, He's also inc- only the third lefty to ever do it. Exactly. It's it's an incredible accomplishment, but, you know, the way the voting has gone recently, like, I wouldn't be surprised at anything. You know, again, I don't know when he'll, re- if he'll, he'll, he'll retire this year, so I don't know who's going to come technically in his class or who's still left over or whatnot, so it could be a whole disaster. Who knows? It, uh, it, you know, it was a great career. We got most of it. More than half of those 3,000 strikeouts are for the Yankees. I'm all about that. People forget he, p- he pitched in Milwaukee. People forget he put his entire career on the line for Milwaukee. He was there for like three months. He put his entire career on the yeah. line going into so, a free agent he's year. Teams, right? Indi- yeah, Indians, Brewers, and Yankees. Right, yeah. Yeah. He doesn't get enough credit for it. I feel like people talk about it, but nowadays when we look back on CeCe's career, I haven't seen a single person bring up the fact that going into a free agent year, he was pitching once every three days trying to will the Brewers to the World Series. Incredible. Um, what else we got? Yeah, people forget about that team. They made like a late run there, right? Yeah. Who else is, who else is pitching for that team? Ben Sheets. 
Ben Sheets is on that team. I'm pretty I haven't sure. heard that name in a while. Ben Sheets, yeah. Oh, my God. He was an all-star for a couple of years there. He was incredible. That's the that's baseball, baby. Oh, yeah. Um, we're finally starting to see the cracks in Masahiro Tanaka's armor. He looked really good to start the year, and now he's giving up the long ball again. That's worrisome. It's not great. No, it's not. But like we were saying in the other podcast, you know, he has yet to put together the whole season. You know, the whole string together, a great season. He's had a, a dominant postseason, a dominant end of the stretch. He's been, you know, one of our most reliable guys. But he's yet to get yet to string together that whole year. So maybe this is just the slump he's going to hit for a little while. Right now, I, we can't afford these type of slip-ups from the guy who's supposed to be our ace right now on the staff, you know, with Severino out. You know, he's supposed to be the guy. But I don't know. Again, like... Going six and three on the road trip is fine. Losing two of two in Arizona is what really gets me. Like they're a good team, but they're not a great team. Should we have won today? I absolutely think we should have won the game today. But Granky's a toss up, you know, Granky going against Sabathia. But I don't know. You know what makes me really mad? What? But first of all, Arizona is the first good team we saw on this road trip. And they beat us twice. And I'm getting real, real sick. Dude, I don't know what you're talking about. What? Giants are sick. Uh, the Giants are terrible, friend. Just because they have a nice ballpark doesn't mean they're a good baseball team. No, they're amazing. Besides the point, I see all over social media now, people are saying, I don't even want these big guys coming back. Giancarlo Stanton, don't even want him back. Aaron Judge, don't even want him back. We're better like this. The depths of Yankee Twitter that I don't, I'm not even involved in yet. You can't even God. see that. Because it's just such an outrageous comment. Like, it's unbelievable. Are you telling me right now you don't want Aaron Judge back in the lineup? Yeah, no. You don't want an MVP candidate back in the lineup? A Gold Glove candidate back in the lineup? Nope. That's a. It's it's bullshit. A slugger candidate back in the lineup? It's ridiculous. It's just, it's just such an outrageous comment, and I don't know where they're getting these ideas from. You win a few games against the bottom barrel teams. They're like, you know, I think this team might be the best team that we have on the roster. Shaw has a, a couple of great weeks, and everyone's like. Who the hell needs Andujar and everyone? It's like, no, listen, if Rochella keeps playing the way he's playing, we need to find a way to get him in the everyday lineup. Do not get me wrong. If DJ LeMayu, after he comes back from this day-to-day injury, continues the way to play the way he's playing, we need to find a way to put him in the lineup. No one is arguing that. No one is arguing that. We need to find ways. We need to find at-bats. That's fine. But to sit there and say that you don't want any of these big guys back, you're going to look me in the eyes and say you don't want Didi Gregorius back in the lineup? I saw someone today say Estrada, Tyra Estrada's playing so well, he doesn't think that Didi's going to get a contract next year. What a fucking idiot! That guy's got to play and a rookie of the year caliber level, even higher for that to happen. Yeah, I don't... There's so many goldfish in my mouth right now. That's fucking <laughs> outrageous. What a fucking idiot. I hate people sometimes. It's... It, uh... Yeah, Estrada's batting 400 or whatever the hell it is now, but he's only had about, like, 20 plate appearances. Yeah, and they were against bad teams. Very bad teams. Um, On the bright side, we got through the whole road trip without a pitcher getting hurt because they had to hit. That's good news. Huge plus. Huge plus. I thought J- you were going to... What's up? J- pitch hit in uh, San Fran. 
Yeah, that's why we need the universal DH. It was a good move to pinch hit a pitcher instead of a hitter that was on the bench. Yeah, we need to burn him with two outs. There's no yeah. point. But what? Why? Why do we have? Why do we have no DH in the National League if it's going to create a situation where your your manager has to say, "I'd rather have my yesterday starter hit right now than an actual hitter because the situation doesn't call for a good hitter right now." Here's my stance on it. You got to pick one or the other. I don't care either way. I do. I do. Either universal DH or every pitcher hits. I don't give a crap. Pick one. And it's, you know, I like that every ballpark gets to choose their own dimensions and everything like that and choose where where each team sits. That's fine. I don't care about choosing where the bullpens are, though. That's fucking bullshit. I don't give a shit about that either. Like, you, you, well, like, it's all different fields. That's fine. Whatever. You know? But Major League Baseball needs to pick why whether there's a DH or not a DH. Because it's ridiculous. Either you need to make teams adapt to pitchers being able to hit or not. Just figure it out. The fact that half of the league plays with no pitcher hitting and the other half plays with the pitcher hitting makes no sense. So when you go to the World Series, the one series that's supposed to drive in the most viewers, you know, the most ad money, and then all of a sudden you got, I don't even know, Jeff Sermaja hitting like at the ninth hole in the third. No, yeah, I don't want that. In the um, again, just like the most outrageous pitcher I can think of right now. He came to my mind. Fine, but he's hitting in the ninth spot in the third inning of a World Series game just because we're playing in a National League park. Like it just it just doesn't make any sense to me. Like that's fine, but if you want to do it, do it one way or the other. Either either DH or no DH. Figure it out. Why was Jeff Smarger your go-to pitcher? I have no idea. Because I was trying to think of like someone outrageous, and I didn't want to say like Masahiro Tanaka or anything like that. I have no idea why Shimaja popped in my head. I even know where he's playing now. Is he in Chicago? No, he's still with. I think he's still with the Giants. No, he was not with the Giants a couple years ago. He was with the White Sox. He may have gone back to the Giants. I've no, no- I, I'm pretty sure he's with the Giants. We're gonna find out right now. Uh, Matt, right, right here. Why is his last name so fucking hard to spell? Played Notre Dame football. Played Brady Quinn. What? I don't even know how to spell his last name. This is re- why I'll is his. La- I, I can get it closer probably than you. I'm just gonna look up the Giants roster. Well, while we're doing that, let's just let's just run through the results of this weekend. We lost both or this week. We lost both games. Lost three one on Tuesday. Glaber had two hits. He's officially out of his slump. I'm calling it. Oh, nailed it. CC got three K. That was great. Great to see everyone hugging him. Uh, it was actually kind of funny because I looked at all the people that were coming in from the field to hug him, and it's like these are people he's played with for like a month and a half. Because there's just like none of the regulars are are out. Yeah, he's in San Fran. Yeah, that's what that's what I thought. Um, Tyler Wade played good defense, so at least he's doing something. He was an all star. He was in Oakland. Hmm. Speaking of Oakland, Oakland is just as bad as we thought they were going to be. We were we nailed it. We nailed that prediction when we said they had their one good year and they're going to go back to being a bottom of the barrel team. We nailed it. They stink. They only uh, you know moneyball it for as long as they can. No, you can only moneyball it for one year. That's why there was no moneyball sequel. Exactly. And Jonah Hill got skinny, so couldn't really cast him again. Can't do that. Uh, today we lost three two. Aaron Boone got tossed, and it was awesome. Uh. Tanaka was bad. Yeah, like he got tossed, but it was like a very like Aaron Boone toss. Like he just like, well, he, he got his money's worth. He did, but didn't. The gif is hilarious. I tweeted out the gif. I'm gonna use that gif until the end of time. 
Oh, the but one like, of him throwing his gun back on the field. But he got tossed in the dugout, and then he came out, like, slowly approached the ump, like, said some things, had a conversation, and then, like, like blew up out of nowhere. And, like, that's what gets me so much is that – I mean, tell me if you disagree. Is that sometimes the, the umps, they do these little, little things to almost instigate the blow-up. Oh, fuck yeah, they like, do. And they want to toss it because umps are all about exactly, themselves. Exactly, and it drives me insane. Baseball umps, umps. I mean, again, officials at any sport besides hockey. Hockey is the only sport I know that the players can go up to the to the official and be like, "Yo, you fucking blew that call," and they'll be like, "You know what? We'll take a look at it and I'll look at it for next time." They're the only sport that I know that you can openly curse at the official and they'll take it and be like, "Fine." Baseball, yeah. you say "shut up" and they're like, "Huh." Get the hell out of here. It always reminds me of that scene from Bull Durham when I'm going to spoil it. It's been out for 30 years. If you haven't seen it, it's your fault. It's your own fault. Uh, where <laughs> Kevin Costner is talking to the umpire and he's yelling at him. He said, that's a bad call. You blew that call. And then the umpire is just like, give me a reason, man. Give me a reason. Kevin Costner says, you want me to call you a cocksucker? Is that what you want me to do? Exactly. Like, and he's like, like, yeah, do it. He's like, you're a cocksucker. <laughs> Sit there, and they're just like, and they they know they know exactly what buttons to push, especially Angel Hernandez, right? That's his name. I hate I, that oh, guy. I always I, I always mix up. But he's just so bad. And Joe West too, Country Joe West. He's like they sit there, and then the guy that stared at AJ Hinch, like the other day, the beginning of the season, he just stared at the dugout, and AJ Hinch was like, "Why are you looking over here at my players?" Is they yeah. just sit there waiting. and they entice, and they entice, and they entice, and Major League Baseball does absolutely nothing. Well, guess what? You don't end up on Sports Center if you don't throw out a, a, a manager. Baseball tonight started the the ML, the umpire fantasy league as a joke. They were like, "I hope you have them in the fantasy league," and it's like they still just don't get it. They still just don't get that they're laughing stocks of the entire league. Oh yeah, well, you remember when they put the the band on their arm because the players so prefer would when Joe West was like, "Oh, players are players are talking back to ups too much." I will go on record. I don't know if I said this here yet. If I was ever. I'm a I, I coach now. If I ever felt that I was at the point where I need to get thrown out, I mean, I I coach middle school and high school, so it's a little different. But if I was a professional coach in anything, college, well, I would uh, yeah, college is professional. I'll put it on the professional level because they get paid a, a ton of money to be there. College or as DeAndre Ayton, exactly. The college or pro, like a college power sport, and then the pro sports, you would have to get the security. To get me off of wherever it is, because I'm not leaving the field. You get your I'm, money's worth. Literally not, and I I will sit if I was a baseball if I was a baseball manager. Like the Terry Collins video is the best example when Noah Syndergaard threw the ball behind Chase Utley and immediately got thrown out. Like I will die on that hill that Noah Syndergaard did nothing to get thrown out of that game. Like, like no. there were no no warnings issued beforehand, nothing like that, and he gets thrown out. And I I'm a Yankees fan. But I have a soft spot in my heart for the Mets. That video, I will, I will die for Terry Collins after that video. Oh, that I'm a, awesome. I'm a diehard Yankee. I will die for Terry Collins, where he was just like, "Why don't we get a shot?" And he's going. But when the ump was like, "You said your piece, leave." No, I'm staying on the field. You need to get one of the cops, one of the NYPD that worked the stadium to drag me off the field because I'm not leaving. I'm you're doing Lou Pinella style. You're going out. You're taking the bases. You're going home. I'm not throwing bases. I'm not doing anything like kicking dirt. I'm just staying in the guy's face until someone forcibly removes me from the field. That would end up on Sports Center. Yeah, no, probably. Like, what's he gonna do? Like, it's a, it's the scene from Semi Pro where he's like, I barely raised my voice. Like, I would, <laughs> like, I would make. Don't burn your house down. 
exactly. Like that's exactly what I would say. I bet like, you're just bad at your job. Like that doesn't make any sense. Like when I argue calls now, I do the classic. Uh, <laughs> like when I'm walking to the head table, like I do like the classic, like what the fuck was that type of call, and they hate it. Because I'm just like you're like you're wrong. Like you don't know the rules. And the best is when you point out the rules to the officials, which I'm sure baseball managers do all the time. There are so they, many rules because they have so many analytic people in their ear and whatnot, and phones, and people probably call in. I point like when you point out a rule that the ref blatantly blew, and they realize it and still toss you. Oh, it's the man. greatest feeling in the world because you know you just got in their head and it's totally over. I completely vindicated. I've had. A rivalry with officials since I was five. So many yellow cards in soccer, so many points deducted. Like I will fight officials to the day I die. So that's my point on that. You're you're definitely an on-field hothead. We saw that a few times when we were playing basketball this winter. You had a few conversations. Funny for that technical. <laughs> that was awesome. Were you? That was my that was my role in the team. <laughs> Just get that technical. Fire everyone up. Everyone else wanted to say it, but they were too good to say anything. So I was like, you know what? I got to step up and say it. But the fact that the one guy could curse at him, not get a technical, and I say, open your eyes, tease me up, <laughs> and then he's up immediately. Dude, no hesitation. No hesitation. It was hilarious. You know, open your eyes. <laughs> I love, you know exactly how upset they are when they do the big T and they have like a full windup and go, Tack. that five year old rec league ref was living for that moment. And he's like, <laughs> He had what? How old is the other ref? Thirty, if that. Yeah. He was like, yeah, my. Uh, he was like, this guy's ridiculous. Like he could barely. They both sucked, by the way. They were like, they had their up and like the one guy, the young guy had his up and down weeks, but the old guy was terrible. Yeah, and the old guy was blind. Yeah, the old guy sucked. But you know, you everyone, James, everyone was thinking the same thing that I said. But I need to be the guy to say it, and that was it. That's fine. I, we won again. I didn't could bitch bone for two seconds about me taking a technical on a tight game. We still won. Doesn't matter. You know, I, I got to say, you know, if someone's going to get thrown out or, or grab a technical, it's me. All right. Let's try to, <laughs> let's try to get this back on the rails. Next series, we got Minnesota coming in. We got uh, we got Baxton, Happ, and Herman pitching. Uh, I want two or three. Give me two or three at home. I would lo- Obviously, you want the sweep. Pineda's pitching on Sunday, I believe it is. Um, I think you're right. Yeah, get, get get two or three. Just win the series. You got to start getting back to winning series. Um, looking across town, we found this out today while we were watching the Mets game. The Mets lead the league in errors. I mean, that's not surprising though. As far as numbers go, I think I think that's a bad one. Am I right? Bad one. Um, back to the Minnesota point. To to give this guy credit, and I hate to do it because actually I don't I don't necessarily hate to do it because he's such, such an icon, but Mike Francesa. Oh boy. No, he he had a point early on in the season, you know, where we had our struggles and whatnot, and he made a very very solid point where he's like, "There's gonna be times in the year, you know, where we go, you know, three for ten, but then we go, you know, eight and three or something like that." Not a very insightful point. Whatever his argument was, whatever the math was, you know, like we're gonna go on streaks as as this team is, where we, you know, we may go sixteen and four, you know, and just go on a huge run, and you know, six and three right now in the last nine games, especially this nine game road trip, is good, you know. So yep. we come home now. It's just about making sure we keep staying in the positive. How far back are we for the division lead right now? Games. The games behind the Rays. Yep. I don't really I don't really look at the division race until I think July fourth is just the consensus. Like this is are paying attention. July fourth, all star break time is when you really Yeah. You gotta start paying attention. Which is fine. Series. 
But it's just, you know, now, you know, again, I don't think you can lose a playoff spot now. That's uh, just how I feel about baseball is because it's just such a long season. But for the team like the Yankees, especially what happened to us last year where we get the wild card game, we beat the piss out of the A's, but then we got to play Boston in the first round. Like, yeah. It's when you're in the same division as Boston and a team like Tampa Bay, especially Tampa Bay that has great starting pitching as of right now, open, which is weird. It, exactly. Like they have great pitching. It's just a very nerve wracking feeling that, you know, if the one seed comes out of the East, we got to play a play-in game, and then we play one of those guys in a five-game series, which would happen last year. You know, yeah, like, right. we were, you know, we were easily the third-best team. You know, like, we should not have ended up playing the Red Sox if you were to seed it out properly, let's just say, right? You'd probably go one Red Sox. No, we, we were well better than the Indians. Well, that's what I'm saying. We're the, th- we're the third. You, know, you like, could have made an argument, argument that we were better than the Astros. Exactly, is what I'm saying. So I'm, I'm giving the Astros benefit of the doubt, saying they're two, right? So we play the Astros— the Indians should have gotten the Red Sox, you know, yeah. and that's just was so different about the style of the playoff system. Now it's every sports doing that. Now they're changing shit, which is just confusing, but yeah. I that's, mind- but again, I agree. July 4th, all-star break is when we really got to start paying attention to it. Yeah. But I would like to really start if we could build a lead now, especially when the Red Sox are playing so bad and they're such a good team and it still makes zero sense because the kids are starving in Boston, oh, the kids, the kids they, are won eating. they went through and around Route 99, maybe going into business. You know, it's a lose lose. You know, either the kids go hungry or they put a, a national franchise out of business. So I don't know what the Red Sox are doing with that. But I wouldn't mind if, if MLB switched to they added six teams and you just, instead of doing it, you know, division, 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 wild card, you switched it to here's your top six teams in the league. Here's your top six teams in the league. First two seeds get buys. And kind of do it the way football does it. I, I don't hate that, but it's just so long. It's the same complaint that people have with the NBA playoffs. It's just so long. The NBA used to do five, seven, and seven, and then and then the finals. The way, the way baseball does it now. Exactly. And it's just no one will like no one's gonna change back. I mean, it's it's shocking that baseball still does five in the ALDS and they haven't uh-huh. gone seven. Because of because you know, they're just losing money, TV rights and everything like that. But it's just, I don't hate that idea, but I feel like that's just really long. I feel like well, that- I'm, I'm I'm never going to be one to complain about having more playoff baseball. But then again, I'm a goddamn psychopath. So. No, neither am I. But like sometimes it's just. I mean, it's. I think it would turn into eventually what the NBA playoffs is is you know watching the Warriors play, the Clippers. And you're like, okay, the Clippers may make this interesting, which they did, but it's just like, we all know what's going to happen here. Just take the dog out behind the shed. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Um, getting Again, getting this back on track, getting back on the rails. Uh, off the track tonight. Uh, for the Mets, Familia hit the IL with shoulder soreness. Yeah, that's tingle fingers right there. Yeah. Oh, Don't shoulder soreness? All right, buddy. Try me with that bullshit. That's tingle fingers right there. Uh, more importantly, though, the Mets AAA team and the Phillies AAA team, they're going to fight. Well, the, every single level of the teams are going to brawl. Oh, yeah. Fight the major leagues are going to fight in AAA, AA, and single A. I don't even know if those teams play each other that well, but they're going to fight, and they're going to fucking kill each other. Well, what happened was uh, <laughs> Jacob Rehm, the pitcher who threw at Reese Hoskins' head, uh, he got sent down to AAA after he got his suspension. So he got sent down, and then the Phillies AAA team, when the Mets AAA team was in town, they put up on the video board 
a video of Hoskins' 34.2-second home run trot. And then, and obviously the pitcher who then threw it, Hoskins, was there, and they started going at each other, as is rightfully so. First of all, fantastic move by the Phillies AAA team. Oh, I don't hate any move by either team. Love it. I love it. Can I do it? Mets AAA team? Fucking fight. You got you to gotta react. You got to, I mean, the opportunity is right there. You can't just pass up that opportunity to put up on the jumbotron a video of the pitcher you're going to see getting taken, just taking them yard and then taking half a minute to round the bases. I don't think people realize how slow 34 seconds is. That's a really long time. You're literally walking around the bases. What else we got? Um, Dustin Pedroia said he wants to return to everyday play. Yeah, okay, buddy. Sure. That's cute. I don't foresee that ever happening. Again, I made this point last time, and you gave me the <gasps> what reaction, but my point was very valid. The comparing Dustin Petroia to David Wright. I still, very, still don't really see it. The very on track to be Maybe, Hall of Fame. It might, an injury, it, and then injuries just derailed their entire career. I think, I think the disconnect for me is that I really like David Wright. And I want to launch Dustin Pedroia into the sun. Yeah, well, that's just your. I think that's where the disconnect is for me. Dustin Pedroia was on track to be a Hall of Fame player. That's just facts. Yeah, and And it's just I don't think he'll ever return day to day play. And I, 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 listen, he played for the wrong team in my mind. You know, he played for the Red Sox, our rival, but but he was a great ball player. And it's just he's hurt, and it's just one of those things. It's very. It's I mean, we've seen this time and time again in baseball where teams just misevaluate injuries when injuries happen this late in someone's career, where, you know, they're an MVP candidate, you know, or whatnot. I, I don't know how you misevaluate um, injuries at this happens, point in technology. It happens, though. You know, they can read something on a screen, but if someone's looking you in the— if Dustin Pedroia, a former MVP candidate, is looking you in the eye saying, I can play, I feel great, you're going to give the guy the chance to play baseball. And yeah. it's just not happening. You know, I don't think he'll ever be the same. And I think— you got to be honest with yourself. No, I agree, but they're competitors. Like they'll, they're gonna, they rather Dustin Petroia is the same guy as David Wright, where they rather die playing a baseball game, just like in the Natural. Robert Redford fucking hits the home run, and he's just bleeding out of his jersey. Like that's David Wright and Dustin Petroia for you. Like they want to die on the field. We're spoiling a lot of classic baseball movies today. That movie is ancient. I couldn't even tell you when that movie came out, but it's just the same thing, you know. And it's just unfortunate that. It's happened to a guy like Dustin Pedroia, who was good for the game of baseball. He was a young, feisty guy. He related to a lot of kids that played baseball. You know, undersized, overlooked, gave a lot of kids a lot of motivation. And I think it's just done for him. I think after this year, I would be shocked if he came back next year. I honestly, I don't, I don't think he's really going to come back this year either. I think he's just going to no, keep having I, setbacks. I, I think he's just going to keep trying to play and play every day. But the, the Red Sox don't need him to play. No. The Red Sox were a great team without him. The Red Sox are something right now. Don't get me wrong, but the Red Sox are a great team without him. They did it last year. They'll well, they, they might have turned it around. Maybe. I don't want to say they turned it around yet, but they might have. at the start of the season. Yeah, they won three games in a row as, as, at the recording of this podcast, but still, you know, yeah. they, they're off to a rough start, but they're a great team without him. I don't see why you would carry that guy on the roster and take the spot from somebody else. I really don't see it. Yeah, and they got... Uh, Chavis, Chavis, I still don't know how to pronounce his name. I probably won't until the Red Sox come into town because I don't, I don't watch the Red Sox that religiously. 
for obvious reasons. Uh, the obvious reason being because I fucking hate them. Uh, yeah, third baseman. I think he plays. I think he plays Probably. second too. I think he's just yeah. an infielder. Yeah. Well, we were talking about that last time where where they put Devers, and I guess you just play JD in the outfield every night. Yeah. I know. Even even him. I think he's having just. He's. I think he's off to a slow start too, right? Javis. No, JD. Oh, JD. Uh, yeah. He he's had a little injury concerns. Uh, What's he's this? just back in the lineup now. Carolina Hurricanes, baby. I don't know why you're cheering against the Islanders. Ranger fan. And I don't even get me started because we're gonna go off the rails. If we do this. Right, let's just... go off the rails. Come on, we're doing it. The, this is this is an off the rails podcast already. Keep it tame. Keep, Keep it, it tame. tame. All right. Speaking of things coming back from the dead, like the Red Sox are right now. Jacob Degrom had a great day today. Three hits, seven innings, three hits, no earned runs, six Ks. Nice to see him get back on track. Um, and speaking of things that are dead, Bryce Harper got booed. Philly booed him because he went 0 for 4. That's rough. I mean, welcome to Philly, Bryce. Yeah. I'm quite shocked. It's like last year when Giancarlo Stanton had a really slow start to the year and he was just getting booed every single at-bat. It's the same thing. I don't know what you expect. When you sign oh, for that no. much money. I hate, I hate bringing up numbers, but I really like this number. 28.8% strikeout percentage for Bryce Harper. How nuts do you think Yankees Twitter would be going if Bryce Harper had signed with us for $330 million and then struck out almost a third of the time? Uh, probably nuts. I love it. Where are you? Where are you Yankees Twitter people? Where is your hero, Bryce Harper? What's me about Harper is like, what would we even do with him? I don't know. But, but it's just big just like, It's just... This isn't basketball where you just hoard star players for the sake of it and just hope it works out. Like we would literally have no spot for him. People were saying just play Bryce Harper in center field. He can play center field. Have you ever seen that guy play have defense? Have you seen the guy throw the fucking ball? He no, can't sure play right field. He can barely hit the cutoff guy. No way. Unbelievable. It's, people are just dumb, and I and hate right it. Right field is where you put the shitty kids. Yeah, except unless if you're Aaron Judge, in which case that's where you put God. But well, I mean, yeah, but. At least he can show that he's competent to play uh, outfield. He did play center field for an inning last year. He plays and he show, he's shown that he can play a competent outfield regardless of the stadium, even with a short porch in right field. Yeah. Uh, last thing, Mike Trout posted his senior prom picture from high school. He looks exactly the same. I'm not shocked. He has not aged a day in 10 Good years. Time. Mike Trout, the most boring guy in baseball, looks exactly the same before he made $430 million. Exactly the same. Has not changed a single bit. The least marketed player in baseball history? Yes. You know what I, I was thinking about the other day that I hadn't really noticed? That commercial where they do the, the let the kids play commercial, where they have everyone say, oh, I'm going to hit this many home runs. I'm going to do this, 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 this. Mike Trout just says, let the kids play. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's even, my, he doesn't even have any fun with it. Mike Trout's like, I don't want to be controversial. Yeah. He's like, I, I'm just here to do my job. I'm here to get some wins. Stanton Judge went back and forth on how many home runs they hit. And then, like, you know, Trout came on and was like, I just hope that every kid invests in a traditional IRA or a Roth IRA to set themselves up for retirement. <laughs> All like, right. That's just exactly what he would say. He'd be like, I just hope you guys, you know, aren't spending too much money on rent or groceries, you know, and you're really investing in the future. Tell your parents the truth. Don't get into trouble. Mike Trout. Like, Poor. listen. A lot of guys in college are going to come up to you and make you try some things that you want to try. And be strong. Be strong. Don't fall for it. Don't fall for it. (laughs) Mike Trout, most boring man in baseball. I love it. All right. That's wrapping it up. We are 
We have been off the rails the entire time. Are we really going to do that argument? I mean, I'm going back to college for this weekend, so I'm ready for anything. I don't know if I want to participate in this argument on air. You started it. I'm not, I'm not sure that I did. You did. All I did was rank Endgame as very important. And, and the importance of life is what you said. In the importance of life. Endgame, yes. Endgame is... I said, I said it was a solid two. What'd you say? Endgame and Aaron Judge are tied for first in the importance of my life. No, I, no, you said importance of life of all time. Well, that's the only life I care about. That is my, just so wrong. I forget what I forget what one A was for me. I remember one B. Yikes! We're not doing this. We're not doing this. We're not doing this on the podcast. Why not? Absolutely not. You may not work for Elite Sports New York, but I do. Well, long story short, James said that Endgame was more important to his life overall than the existence of... Nope, nope. Wrapping it up. Oh, we're going to wrap it up today. See you guys on Sunday. Get fired from a place I don't work for. <laughs> Later. <laughs>